Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Tuesday. First of yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Monday, and of course, it was Level 2 Day yesterday. Although, man, you try and get some people to understand it. What is it with kids? You know, you're all clustered around the tally at 4pm for the PM, and the teenagers start having an argument in the kitchen. They don't, they, they don't care. They'll care when they have to go back to school next week. Anyway, uh, so we've got, we're just going to work our way chronologically through the day, starting with Kate Hawksby and what she thought should happen. It looks like many Kiwis have already decided for themselves that we've dropped levels, that any risk is gone. That can't have been heartwarming footage for the PM to watch as news cameras film thousands of people shoulder to shoulder out and about flooding public places. That footage sums up where many New Zealanders are at. Over it. So it's going to be hard for the PM to convincingly try to argue today that we are still a country at risk, that some businesses should still not open. My pick is that it'll be level two for everyone by the end of the week. Bar schools, of course, who won't be back before next Monday, so they get a full weekend. And perhaps gatherings or some community sport, that might be delayed due to the sheer size or close contact nature of those. But other than that, surely it's all systems go. I can't see how cherry-picking some industries to open over others or in advance of others is going to result in anything but anarchy and angst. Many are not convinced, though, that today's will result in doors open for all. Some salon owners I know were deep cleaning their premises over the weekend and making appointments for clients as of this Thursday, sourcing masks and sanitizer, getting ready, but others were holding off, not making any appointments or opening up their doors uh, for any cleaning until they know for sure. Same goes for gyms, some welcoming people back this week, others staying quiet. So that's why today's so important, isn't it? Clarity is what we need. The details, the good news, fingers crossed that come four o'clock today, we will get a giant green light for Thursday. Well, I mean, it was a relatively large green light. It wasn't the giantest, was it? Uh, We'll get to that shortly, though. Uh, Here's um, Kerry McIver talking about the impact everything has had on business, which is, of course, the underlying dark current underneath all of this. I've seen plenty of stories of businesses that have thought, bloody hell, you know, that's us dried up overnight. Okay, what are we going to do? And so they've done things a little bit differently and managed to get some sort of revenue stream coming in the door, even if it's a third of what it once was and even if there are extra costs. But just really interesting hearing the different viewpoints of those involved in business in the country. I would agree with Peter Beck that startups, innovative creatives, probably don't need the government backing them. They don't need them to go in there and say, you know what, let's take a punt and let's... Otherwise, was that DFC, Development Finance Corporation? That went bust because that's exactly what it did. It lent to people that were unsecure creditors who had great ideas. So don't do that. But I think Max Whitehead is probably being a little bit optimistic when he thinks that the government should just get out of the way and let small business adapt or die. The Deborah Morris School of Economic Thought. You know, yes, they're resilient. Yes, they're adaptable. But when you've when you've forced businesses to shut their doors and services to shut their doors to customers, that is creating an artificial environment, and therefore we need artificial stimulus, surely. To get it up and running again. As much respect as I have for Peter Beck of Rocket Labs, 
Um, he wasn't, as, as I recall, hasn't been impacted quite as badly by this as other people have, given that I'm pretty sure it was during the worst of the shutdown, they actually landed a massive contract from Japan to launch some satellites. So, I mean, you know, I guess the satellite launching business can carry on under certain circumstances when, I don't know, the running a cool bar business just simply can't. Anyway, um, would National have done any better? Any lives saved by shutting down have been offset many times over by the deaths that will now come from for people not getting treatment in a tiny manner for other conditions. I believe we would have a similar result now if we'd only shut the borders. How do you know? Prove it. Go on. Do you really think that all our epidemiologists, virologists, doctors, medical professionals and everybody could actually confirm what you've just thought? You may be right. We don't know. We just don't know. You know, it is all unprecedented and it is all a balancing act a very delicate balancing act and we've charged the the cabinet and ashley bloomfield to make a decision now it's very if i can see the opposition complaining about it. i can see everybody complaining about the decisions that have been made but at the same time i don't think anything would have been drastically different under a different uh, administration. I think that, well, we saw Simon Bridges accept that a lockdown was necessary when we went into the first lockdown. Yes, he did. Then when they came out and they said, well, we're going down to three now, I didn't see him complaining what too much. But then about a, a few days later, he said, actually, we should open up now. So, you know, I'm thinking they would have been different in terms of days. That Mr. Bridges, if there was a national-led government by Bill English, obviously, this is just me. I, I can't prove this. I would say that they might have gone into lockdown a few days later than we did to try and preserve the economy just a little bit longer, but that might have had risks. And then they might have actually come out of the lockdown for maybe a few days or a week earlier than we did. Uh, and, but I think that in a year's time, when you look back at it, there would be Little material difference. Uh, of course, it doesn't matter because it wasn't what happened. Uh, but but I would take it a step further, and I would also suggest that yeah, there wouldn't have been much difference, and Labor would have been on the sidelines making the same snarky takedown comments that National has been towards Labor, because that's how it all rolls, isn't it? Okay, let's get on with the the levelling down. Here's uh, one of the levellers, uh, or de-levellers, Grant Robertson. Uh, Given that we've already seen a lot of breaches at the weekend, um, and and sounds like there were some parties that were bigger than 10, do you expect that people will break this rule? I certainly hope not. And and this really is the time, Heather, I think, as we move to level two. It, It gets more complex, and therefore it does require more personal responsibility essentially and I just really want people to have a think about what a fantastic job all New Zealanders have done and that we don't want to go backwards and so yep I'm sure there'll be some people who'll break the rules but I think the vast majority of New Zealanders will look forward to getting together with their friends it'll just be in slightly smaller groups than they might have hoped for but that'll come back soon too. So what should people expect if they are having perhaps a dinner party at home or their family around the group looks like it might be 10 or, you know, even slightly bigger, maybe 11, 12? Should they expect the police to knock on their door? 
come in and count I people? Wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have thought so. I mean, the police will be focused on, as they have been under the other levels, where where they need to get on top of things that you know might be getting a bit out of control or, or where there is particularly high risk factors. And I think most people organising a dinner party want to be responsible. You know, when you look across the Labour cabinet, sometimes I do wonder how many of them have ever actually been to a party. A decent, you know, really good one. Um, I feel like I feel like Grant Robertson would would actually hold a good dinner party. I'm not sure about an actual party party. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's really his scene. I don't know if he's a you know keg party kind of a guy. I might be wrong. Um, we all have pasts. Uh, I'm sure Marcus Lush does, for example. Uh, what does he make of it all? Level four, shut the door. Level three, KFC. Level two, lots to do. The mall, the library, maybe. Pay the bills, light the light, close the door. We're staying in tonight. I think we've all changed. I don't think people will want to go to the malls. Mind you, where I live, we've got no malls. We did have the Cambridge Arcade, but they've demoed that. You got to socially distance at the mall. What would you go to the mall for? Probably a hat to hide your haircut. Uh, bars will wait 10 days before being able to. We could have a bubble of 10. We'd have people round to our house, but better off to meet them in the park where, where, where there's not the shared surfaces. No word on chipmunks. But all those shared surfaces. Did anyone talk about chipmunks? I kind of listened for a while, but the kids were kind of rattling around. Yeah, you see, I had the same problem. I mean, my kids are a lot older than Marcus's kids. But, um, yeah, the kids just got no respect for these announcements, even that they don't seem to understand that it affects them. So, hang on, I'm getting from Marcus that they've got a chipmunks down south where he is, but no more. Interesting. Interesting where the priorities lie. And I like the way that he doesn't understand why people would go to malls. I mean, I don't either, but I understand that people go. Anyway, interesting times. Seems like I've, we could just about end every podcast with, or everything that happens anywhere, every conversation by saying interesting times at the moment, couldn't we? I'm Glenn ZB. We'll be back with more of that interesting stuff tomorrow. See you then.